Welcome to another episode of the Christian Schools Australia Horizons podcast series, a series of regular podcasts on topics which are relevant to Christian schools and to excellent education everywhere. My name is Sandra Scott, and I serve as Executive Officer for International Partnerships and Service with CSA. One of my roles is to liaise with service organisations here in Australia which are keen to partner with Christian schools. Australians Together is one such organisation and you will hear some more about them later in the podcast. With the Australian curriculum currently under review and National Reconciliation Week coming up, it seems timely to hear from one CSA school which is attempting to be more intentional about incorporating the Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cross-curriculum priority into their school culture and curriculum in a respectful and authentic way. So today I have the pleasure of speaking with Sam Cheeseman, Principal of Tyndale Christian School in Strathalban in South Australia, and Meredith Lockery, who is the Executive Director of Faith and Learning for the Tyndale Christian School Group. A warm welcome to you, Sam and Meredith. Thank you. Thank you, Sandra. Well, to set the scene, Sam, can you tell listeners just a little bit about Tyndale Christian School at Strathalban? That'd be my pleasure, yes. Um, We're a school that's, uh, I guess, 30 years down the the journey uh, of being uh, in a country town starting out as a, a non-denominational Christian school 50 kilometres southeast of Adelaide in the beautiful tourist region uh, uh, of uh, Strathalbyn and nearby Langhorn Creek uh, wine region. So and many of you will have heard uh, of the area at least, if not the actual township of Strathalbyn, 6,000 uh, in the town. Tyndale's uh, intentionality around excellence, inclusivity uh, and, and providing a Christian education uh, sees us catered to uh, uh, multiple pathways for students. Um, we do have recent arrivals, including refugees, right through to long-standing uh, local members of the community. So uh, whether they are aspiring to the workforce, military, university or other further education, um, Christ is at the centre of all that we do. Uh, faith in him uh, is part of all of our teaching, our learning, our operations and beyond the classroom. And uh, we instill excellence through the values um, that we have at the centre, uh, which we've put into a handy little acronym known as RISE, uh, which stands for Respect, Integrity, Service and Excellence. It's really our common language and the students, they get, they get that language, they aspire to it, they like uh, being uh, pointed out as doing that well and, uh, and they love to get a certificate as well. But um, yeah, that's Tyndale uh, in Strata in a nutshell. You know, I, I love uh, I love those um, those statements that Tyndale Christian School is intentionally excellent, intentionally inclusive, and intentionally Christian. I've always loved that. I know they're not just words on a page to you. In fact, Meredith, your title of Executive Director Faith and Learning obviously has a story mm. in itself. Um, mm. Can you describe briefly or or give some examples of how this vision translates into practice? I mean, the word intentional is such an important word because uh, it means that we're not just, we just don't want to be excellent. We just don't want to be inclusive. We want to be thinking about how we do it. And so it's really important that we uh, think back on ourselves to think uh, what we're doing. That's why uh, this year my job title has taken on the role of faith as well because I'm looking 
at our um, five campuses uh, in Tyndale, looking at how we do faith across each one, how uh, students are developed in their understanding of God and uh, the way that they express their relationship to him. I'm looking at the chapel programs uh, in, in, in an attempt to actually bring uh, everything just under the microscope to see what we do. Are there ways that we can improve? Um, are there things that we need to think about that we might not have thought about before? So, so that's where the, the faith bit comes in. And, and I think it's just fantastic the way that we just don't want to be a Christian school that's not thinking about what we're doing. We are Christian at our very heart, which needs to inform everything that we're doing. So I, I like, um, I see part of my role as the Executive Director of Faith and Learning to be on the lookout for things where we can improve ourselves. So John John Gunther from the Bachelor Institute of Indigenous Tertiary Education, which is a very long title, in, um, in, in Darwin, uh, was doing some work with Australians Together. And what Australians Together, their um, focus is to create new narratives to help non-Indigenous people learn the true story of our shared history understand how it's still having an impact today and imagine new ways to live together more respectfully. I really, really like that. And I, and I have enjoyed the presentations that Australians Together have made at the various uh, CSA uh, federal uh, events that we've had on. We've, we've got to, to hear their heart and um, we've got to see what they do. And so when uh, John Gunther uh, approached me, I thought, oh, this is a fantastic opportunity. He was looking for schools in South Australia to partner you know, with him and Australians Together to see what effect we could have on teachers' attitudes and practices by being better informed about um, in Indigenous uh, history and, uh, and and the way things work. So uh, our three schools at Salisbury East, Strathalbyn and Murray Bridge, plus three Lutheran schools are part of this um, preliminary project where we're doing uh, some exploration work together. So, you know, staff were... Uh, all surveyed at the beginning, uh, before they'd started, before, I, in fact, they'd heard anything about Australians Together. They were surveyed to find out about what their thoughts were about Indigenous education, where their strengths were, where they, where they were afraid maybe of, of even uh, thinking through the issues for fear that they might get something wrong. So, um, so we did this survey across all three of the sites to, um, to find out sort of some baseline data. And then at the beginning of the year, we had um, Australians together give our staff some PD about some indigenous, some, some of the background to Indigenous issues and then showed them some resources that they could use. Now, what's, what's gone on from there is that at the end of this term, uh, the staff are going to be resurveyed to see uh, if there's been any change in their attitudes and understanding and um, what what we're what we're wanting all the time is uh, a change in behaviour, a change in the behaviour of how we, as non-indigenous people, understand the true story of our shared history with the indigenous people. So at, at Salisbury East and uh, Strathalbyn, there isn't a high indigenous. Um, 
number of students in uh, in the school, although at Murray Bridge we have a, a much higher rate. And at Murray Bridge we'd already done a reconciliation action plan. that We just have done that over the past couple of years. But the other two schools, at Strathalbyn and Salisbury East, hadn't quite got around uh, it was important, but it just hadn't happened um, to, to, to writing their um, raps. But what's happened as a result of us being involved with Australians Together, both schools are now well on the way um, to developing their own reconciliation plans, which is really exciting because, again, that's showing, that's showing changed behaviour mm. and, you know, that's what we're on about. I think that's, that's us as Christians, isn't it? It's not just Christian school or leaders. We all want to be about change behaviour and, you know, having our kids uh, think through Christianly, having us as adults think through Christianly and, and working it out together um, is really exciting. So a bit of a long-winded answer, <laughs> uh, Sandra, I'm sorry, but uh, I, I just love this intentional, excellent, inclusive and Christian because if we're thinking about that, then we're thinking at the heart of the gospel because the heart of our gospel, you know, the good news about God is that, you know, God wants us to be in relationship with him, which is the most excellent thing that we could ever do. Mm. God calls all of us, we're all sinners, but yet we can all be part of God's family and what a privilege that is. And um, so, and then, you know, when we talk about Christian, obviously Christian is just, is everything because that, that's how that's how we are defined as Christian people. So, yeah. So that 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 would be um, what I would say. I'm very intentional about. Yeah, I mean, as you say, it's about transformation, isn't it? You know, mm. of people's uh, beliefs and understandings, and that comes down to practice. I mean, we know anecdotally and from research that many teachers are incorporating the cross-curricular priorities in an ad hoc way mm. or even trying to avoid them altogether, um, perhaps concerned about being tokenistic or or for lack of knowledge or just plain awkwardness. So um, what you're doing to be very intentional is just is just really exciting for other schools to take note of, notice of. Um, so you've mentioned a little bit about this, but what did inspire your decision to invest in professional development around the Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander priority for your staff um, earlier this year? Well, I think it was staff feel so unconfident around 1.4 and 2.4 of the ATSL standards, the whole thing where we're looking at Indigenous stuff. I was just talking to a pre-service teacher over lunch in the staff room, said, how's your unit planning going? She says, I, I just don't know what to do for 1.4 and 2.4. Mm. Uh, she just doesn't know. And so um, we had, you know, a number of Indigenous uh, students coming into my bridge. We were, we were working with um, some students from Hermansburg and uh, there, there were sort of like 12 of them in the school community and they challenged our thinking about how do we educate um, the rest of the, the students in order to understand some of their students' background. So it all comes down to teachers. We need, we need the teachers to be prepared and we need the teachers to be confident. You know, the number of times I, I hear teachers say, I, I just don't know how to answer, answer questions or to have, have um, material in my curriculum about Indigenous issues. There, there's and there's there's it's not just that they don't know what to say, but they're really afraid of saying the wrong thing. So part of 
part of this has been uh, equipping teachers with language and understanding to talk about and, and, and helping them to access resources which are going to help them to be able to do that too. Well, I, th I think you've answered what I was going to um, ask next about the support that our teachers need and uh, how school leaders can be more proactive in, in that area because you're being so proactive. Um, so I want to know, uh, finally, what's your next step? So in this continual process of, of more fully incorporating the Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander uh, cross-curriculum priority into your school culture and curriculum what's what's next what are you doing next okay it, it's it's not a tick box it's it's not a been there been there done that sort of thing it's um it's something that we need to remain committed to so we've had staff meetings where we put aside teachers sharing how they've been using um the Australians Together material, uh, teachers sharing about um, the difference that it's made to them. And, and Sam's got some really wonderful examples of teachers' uh, responses uh, to that very question. Oh, that's Thanks, excellent. That's, that's excellent because, Sam, as school principal, yeah, you, your support means everything to the school, doesn't it? So, Absolutely. yeah, love to hear those. Yeah, thank you. Um, I guess uh, I was keen right from the beginning and when I say beginning last year was my first year as a principal, so this is my second year. But, um, yeah, so one of the first goals which we've already touched on was writing the reconciliation pl plan, which was um, uh, approved back in January. Uh, so having having a wrap, a reconciliation action plan was essential. But uh, I love how the Tyndale model works with, with the leadership. I came on board and I was told as, as principal, we, we write an annual uh, objectives uh, um, booklet and that's basically your 12-month plan looking at the strategic plan. So my first piece of advice to school leaders is to, you know, to, to see the alignment with what you're already doing. And um, uh, our, our handbook, which is very much something that is, it's not on the shelf, it's right on the corner of my desk here and it's already quite worn even though it's only May, but um, we had three objectives for this year and one was increasing our biblical literacy, two was building powerful learners and and three was planning for our growing school and um, it, incorporating um, the Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cross-curriculum priority really aligned well uh, with the first two and, and probably actually with the third as well. There's those clear links, you know, such as recognising injustices and the ongoing impact of the past, you know, with a biblical worldview that understands we're involved in God's work of rest restoration, that, that just makes sense, it's that synergy. Uh, all Christian workers are, are workers in God's reconciliation plan, if you think 2 Corinthians chapter 5, 5 verse 18. And, um, you know, it says all this is from God who reconciled us to himself through Christ and has given us the ministry of reconciliation. That's a word that God put on my heart before I became principal. So I have to believe in it myself, and I do, and I, as a leader. Uh, I have to align it with what we're doing already. I then have to plan for it. And, and I having my, my leadership team right behind me and saying, oh, yes, we can do this in Reconciliation Week, uh, uh, then looking at the year's professional development plan and seeing the multiple times, you know, we all know in, in learning that uh, having uh, small chunks regularly is better than one long session. So we had the long session in January and we're having the, the, the other sessions following up, curriculum writing, swapping notes, collaboration and, and so on. And, and then, of course, planning time to meet with um, the Indigenous communities in the local region, the Paramunk and the Naranjiri people here. So 
uh, as a leader, you need to cover off on all that. It makes for a busy time, but um, it's something I'm passionate about and something that my leadership team is passionate about as well. And we've had some really nice response from teachers, haven't we? Yeah, we have. I mean, they're they're doing um, work in um, a number of classes and we had the... uh, Indigenous Studies in, in Art from one of our teachers, uh, Mrs Williams, and the students were saying, oh, I enjoyed how uh, enjoyed understanding how the Indigenous people communicate via their symbols and drawings. And and another student said, I found it interesting learning about how they used to write and, and some still do using symbols and, and being able to create their own story uh, using those. And uh, uh, so they've, they've had fun doing it. And, and then in English, we had a teacher, uh, Mrs. Lewis, uh, doing culture and identity uh, as a topic and, and uh, looking at um, how if you remove a part of your, your culture, whether that's people or place, values or customs or communication, this is something that Australians together taught us, how does that feel? And just the response from a student, that was painful. You know, they, they got it in a moment there, they got it. So... You can just make some small adjustments to a teaching program or a bigger one, and, and have an impact on students' understanding, which is so powerful. It's 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 the it's the circling around, isn't it? And making yes. sure we go back all the time because we just don't teach things once. We go back and we talk about it some more, talk about it some more, and as other people hear. Uh, what other staff have to say, they're inspired to um, try it out a bit more for themselves. Yes, that's yeah. great. That must that's be so wrong. exciting to see that. Just because you have been intentional and mm. you've made available some space and some time and obviously some finance, mm. investing in that, and now mm. you're seeing some fruit come out of out of it, and you'll be really excited, mm. I guess, to see uh, the results of the follow up follow up survey. Yeah. <laughs> Very <Absolutely>. interested. <laughs> yeah, I look. You know, um, we've we've done a curriculum audit with our teachers and. And then the early data is saying yes uh, across multiple year levels that they're, they're making those adjustments and they are starting to see the work. So um, yeah, it's it's not easy. Uh, I'd be a liar if I said it was, but it's 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 work that's going to have so you, those ripple effects. Uh, mm. Would you recommend this uh, program that you've been working oh. on with Australians together to other schools? Uh, 100%. Absolutely. Um, look, they they really they get teachers. They know how busy they are. They they know how to deliver a professional de- development program. They know how to do follow up. Their resources on the website are excellent. Um, they they understand that it starts with the confidence uh, of the individual teacher knowing, okay, I can do this. How do I do this? So um, yeah, look, uh, excellent professional development, excellent follow up, and great resources. And one of the things that um, John did as part of this program is, is before we started, he actually came into the schools and chatted with whoever wanted to talk to him mm. about how they felt about about the content and about I- Indigenous issues. And he's going to come back again um, uh, later this term to talk to to talk to the teachers again to see for himself um, what. What they're saying is, is, is that they have changed as a result mm. of doing uh, the Australians Together program. Mm. So it's it's been great. I mean, I cannot believe sometimes you know God places things on your lap, mm-hmm. and it it really was a a, a bit of a, a chance meeting that uh, they came into Tyndale. Um, Mike introduced me to John, and and we just went from there, and it was. It, it was, it was a, I think, a God-ordained time yes, for us yes. to be able to look at this, um, which is so topical um, 
in our country at the moment as we as we work through, you know, even from um, the comments about the changes in curriculum and, you know, there needing to be more Indigenous um, stuff. I, I had a conversation with a, a grade uh, four teacher who was teaching, as you do in the Year 4 Australian curriculum, about uh, European settlement of Australia and she was, she just, she was almost crying because she said, how can I teach this stuff without the Indigenous story that runs along with it? She said, Some, someone would come into my class and think, you know, that I am just being so white and, and blindfolded into just talking about this uh, European stuff. And it's true, it needs, it needs to be held together. It's not an either-or. We need to be teaching these things together and we need to be supporting teachers in being able to teach this because, you know, it's it's this generation of, of students who, you know, they're going to be the next leaders in the world and we want them having right attitudes uh, to Indigenous people. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, look, we have to wrap it up there, unfortunately, but uh, I know that listeners have got a taste now for uh, what is happening at Tyndale Christian School and what and what you're being able to do as leaders there in inspiring your teachers to become more confident and and more encouraged to um, to participate. So uh, I hope that uh, listeners might contact you directly, or um, they can contact yes, me, or look up mm-hmm. Australians together for themselves. Um, so um, thank you so much, Sam and Meredith, for sharing your wisdom and experience with us today. I do really appreciate that. Um, no, thanks for having us on the podcast. <laughs> it's been a privilege for us to be able to share, so thank you. Good. Well, I hope there'll be more opportunities for you to share uh, further down the track, especially after you uh, conclude some of the uh, pilot surveys that are going to still happen. And uh, yes, if if, uh, listeners would like to start a conversation um, on this topic or any other topic as well with CSA educators, you can do that on the CSA Collective. So perhaps... uh, Perhaps Tyndale might uh, start that conversation and see what's going on in other schools as well. But that's all we have time for now. So uh, bye for now. And remember that we are all stronger together. So stay connected and uh, we will be in touch. Thank you.